When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words. Welcome, everybody. So if you are listening to the replay, my name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words. I'm also the um, the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. Like I just said, I'm an alchemist. I study a lot on energy and I also study a lot on the chakra system. Kind of had a little um, brain, you know, brain, what do they call it? Brain fog right there. Um, it must be the last day of Mercury retrograde, just kind of getting its its winds in me, right? So um, I'm super excited to have this room. I'm going to be doing the 12 horoscope reading for all of the zodiacs for Aquarius season. Aquarius season is actually going to roll around during um, the 20th of January, but this is actually getting a little bit pre-recorded so people can listen to it on the replay and also listen to it on the podcast. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. If you guys want to drop your Zodiacs in the chat, that would be great. That kind of lets me know who's in the room. Please share out this room and share it with a friend and we'll get into it. So first I'm going to talk about what the Aquarius, because since we are going into Aquarius season, I always concentrate a little bit on what each of the zodiacs resembles, what each of the signs holds, and Aquarius season is an amazing fun season. Um, Aquarius is the water barrier, even though they are a air sign. So uh, Aquarius has this duality about them of almost like the two elements. Uh, the Aquarius is actually ruled by two planets. So traditionally, the Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. And then when Uranus was discovered back in, I believe, the um, uh, was it the 1800s? Back in the 1800s, then they had Uranus become the Aquarius ruler as well. So we have Saturn and Uranus 
both the rulers of this um, beautiful zodiac. The Aquarius is known to be a fixed sign and it's really centered off of network. A lot of people hear that the Aquarius is the humanitarian. They are that collective leader. They love to give back to the network, to the collection. But Aquariuses do have some traits that are kind of centered around liking to be alone. A lot of people will say, that Aquarius is kind of that sign that, you know, maybe we'll take some energy away from the collective, right? That's something that the Aquarius does sometimes enjoy. The Aquarius is also known to be really good at technology, like, and being centered around helping people. So sometimes we'll see Aquariuses will be um, centered around like new technology and advances in social media or like considered a trendsetter. And and a lot of that has to do with that rebellious energy from Uranus. The Aquarius doesn't necessarily like to stick in the crowd and kind of, you know, be in that area of the collective. The Aquarius kind of likes to break free and do their own thing. So the Aquarius is actually a masculine energy being ruled by Uranus and Saturn, still that masculine energy. The Aquarius is the only planet who is ruled by Uranus. For instance, Saturn is actually the ruler for Aquarius and Capricorn, which those who know Saturn, as I like to call Big Daddy Saturn, has a lot of karmic energy around restriction and also boundaries and consistency. So the Aquarius likes to kind of keep that trait, but then that Uranus energy kind of kicks in and the Aquarius likes to kind of do a different type of, of burst of energy, a little different than the Capricorn, right? So um, air people in general are very logical and they're very based off of science. And the Aquarius likes to have things shown to them. And why does it make sense, right? The Aquarius is often known as being that very spiritual essence as the humanitarian the stories of the Aquarius, how the Aquarius got the name of the water barrier was because deep down in the villages where people sometimes would have um, times of droughts or times of... Um, of not a lot of water in the lakes or in that area that the Aquarius would actually go out and look for the water and not necessarily just to bring the water back to the village for themselves, but actually to share the water with every, with everybody. So the Aquarius is known for being that humanitarian, for looking out for the whole collective, not just their own individual self, but looking out for the whole village, right? So when we think about somebody like that, there's a lot of famous Aquariuses, and a lot of Aquariuses also have that dynamic energy of um, definitely setting trends and having that karmic energy. Aquariuses kind of seek a little bit of revenge every once in a while, and that's that Uranus energy. The Aquarius does like a little bit of that, you know, an eye for an eye type of karma, right? Um, so Shakira, I just did 
didn't think about Shakira, um, how she sang the song about her ex and, and she put the witch uh, mannequin out on the balcony facing his mom's house. Like, you know, the Aquarius likes a little bit of that, yeah, I guess you could say shadowy, revengey area, right? And a lot of that comes from Uranus. But being the 11th house ruler, they actually have a lot of visions towards the future. They're very imaginative and they represent that in a lot of activities. And they really represent that in their friendships, their, their collective, their memberships. The Aquariuses are known for having like a good group of people and having people that are centered around them. So let's get into the horoscopes of the Aquarius season. Okay, so I'm ready. This is going to be a pretty quick podcast. This is going to be a very quick podcast, actually. And um, we're just going to jam through the seasons of um, Aquarius season for each horoscope. And we have the Aquarius. We're going to start with the Aquarius because this is happening in the first house. So for the Aquarius this is a beautiful time to be centered around self and to be centered around how you see yourself as an Aquarius. So for the Aquarius horoscope, you're going to want to create intentions, especially now that Mercury will be direct on the 18th and um, and get that energy back. Saturn actually went direct in Capricorn Um on the 17th, actually today. So this is a beautiful time for the Aquarius to start to identify and take an approach on how they see themselves, how they really want to create that energy. Also, you know, when it is your solar return, it might be a high intensive intense time. And if it feels like that, go ahead and take a couple steps back, listen to your core message, listen to your center of self, and don't be so like um, consumed by the extra energy as one might say, right? For the Capricorn, this is actually a beautiful time for you to be centered around your wealth and daily routines, if that means creating more areas of budgeting, also creating more areas of habits and consistency. If the Capricorn is looking for a different type of workspace, this is a good time to create those intentions towards it. Also for the Capricorn, as Mercury Direct is um, happening for you, this is also a beautiful time for you to do a couple moments of grounding and then taking your next step, right? So you don't want to just jump into this energy of Mercury direct is here. The retrograde is over. Now I'm going to create all these intentions and I'm just going to go full blast, right? We have to remember it's still the winter month. It's still the cold season, but we are going to create intention, especially as we have the majority of the planets coming to full direct at the end of um, January. We'll have Uranus direct and Neptune direct as well. So this is 
a great time to actually start to create these intentions. And this is a beautiful time to think of the strategy. But for the Capricorn, I first want you to do some moments of grounding and then step into your next step. For the Sagittarius, this is a beautiful time for you to open up that thinking hat. Also, this is a gorgeous time for you to interact with people in your community. Also, people known as your neighbors, also areas of learning and new activities. For the Scorpio, this is a gorgeous time for you to actually create areas towards the home and also for you to create areas in abundance with the self-care. For the Scorpio, you've kind of had a, you know, a little bit of a challenge this year, right? In 2022, it might have felt like a lot of... Um, of that energy of shadow kind of creeping up, a lot of the past kind of coming away towards spring. It's going to be a new shift of energy towards spring. We're going to have the um, the south node leaving um, Scorpio. So that might be an energy that's going to start start to feel different for the Scorpio. And this is actually a beautiful time for you to practice areas of modality with the self-care, with the center of self. Let you really get through that energy of 2022 and just know that 2023 is going to be a better year for the Scorpio. For the Libra, this is a beautiful time for you to clear the energy around um, around blocks in the relationship. If there's been a lot of center of drama and like feeling a little intense for the Libra, um, this is actually going to be a good time for you to look at the relationship as a whole. Also look at the relationship in areas of what is working and what is not working. Also for the Libra, since this is happening in your fifth house, so if you are a Libra sun or a Libra rising, you're really going to want to look at also that areas of joy, the interpersonal joy, and see if the joy is still there and still aligned with the relationship or is the relationship kind of taking a different shift. For the Virgo, this is actually <laughs> happening in your home house. So this is a beautiful time for you to work on your daily rituals. Also for the Virgo, I want you to prepare areas of scents that can be very useful towards the spring and the summer. Um, I do think we're going to start to see a little bit more of the price increase. I know everybody's talking about like this, the eggs are so expensive and I've been warning people for the last um, I don't know, since almost like 2021. Um, but for the Virgo, I want you to get some pots and I want you to get grounded in energies of where can you start to plant um, seeds? Where can you start to get really organized and give a sense of, um, of purpose towards for the spring and summer? Also for the Virgo, this is a perfect time for you to look at the routines that can really put you into this area of a healthy balance, not only with just what is um, 
surrounding you on the um, on the external, but also the internal. So that could be more meditation, maybe make a meditation garden, right? I know right now it's cold, but you definitely you're going to want to put some steps towards that. And I really want you to pick up that area towards the outside and towards the earth element for the Virgo. Also for the Leo, this is a beautiful time for you to also really concentrate on those partnerships. And they don't have to necessarily be all relationship, right? It doesn't have to be a relationship. A lot of people think when we hear of partnerships, it, it means um, the area of, of marriage or the area of um, being in a intimate relationship. But actually for the Leo, this is a perfect time for you to start to look at the logistics of the um of the partnerships towards business and also the partnerships of sharing and collaborating. So look at that, especially if the Leo's energy has been feeling off, maybe they've been a little solo or or kind of like hidden. They haven't really had that energy moment. This is the time you're going to want to bring it back. For the Cancer, this is a beautiful time for you to emerge in areas of adventures. Also for the Cancer, um, there might be a lot of times that that shadow and kind of comes to play with the Aquarius season. Um, and I also want you to look at investments that aren't really working out or adventures that aren't really working out. If there was a lot of limiting self-beliefs in the beginning of the process, then it's actually going to be time for you to clear that away. And especially clear it away if it's not bringing you um, a lot of resilience, revenue, or happiness, and let go of that. Also for the cancer, I'm going to say that when you create new goals and you create new joint adventures or new areas of anticipation towards um, manifesting, if it's especially centered around finances, just make sure that um, you are sharing a space where the communication stays and remains um, in a forward process. If it feels like it's kind of like opposing it, then um, you're you're going to want to definitely clear that away. For the Gemini, so the Gemini is having some um, new energy as Mars has gone direct with Gemini. Also, how um, the Geminis have been centered around the retrogrades. This is actually a good time for the Gemini to let go of energy that has been holding them back and making them feel that they can't express themselves. Also, you're going to want to seek some um, higher wisdom. If that means picking up a good book, listening to a podcast, or um, getting centered with a new cultural area, definitely for the Gemini, this is a good time to do that. Also for the Gemini, you're going to want to put some areas towards traveling or something new, but definitely you're going to want to pick some things up. You're definitely going to want to step out the, of the traditional stuff. For the Taurus, this is a beautiful time for you to get focused on 
long-term career, very long-term career. Um, and look at ways that you can invest or how the career is kind of playing out right now. Um, also, this is all about long-term goals, a lot of long-term goals for the Taurus. And the Taurus, like for those who've been listening to my podcast, Aries and Taurus are going to have some amazing years in 2023. Like the Aries energy and the Taurus energy, I feel like those are going to be the two luckiest signs of 2023. Um, and really don't let this energy kind of um, pass you by, right? So you're going to want to look at your status, how you want to be seen, how you want to create where you want to stay, if you want to stay in the public image, if you want to show people who you are, or if you want to keep that area of privacy to you, um, that area of maybe cutting back, you know, maybe having a legacy that looks a little bit different um, than what people might have expected, right? You're also going to want to look at that masculine energy right now for the Taurus and actually look at areas of past relationships with the masculine. Where was that masculine energy centered? Was it an energy that you inspire to be close to? Or was it an energy that you actually kind of want to change, right? You kind of want to break maybe some generational court curses or break some of that toxic masculine trait that possibly could have been structured around the home or structured in relationships. For the Aries, this is a beautiful time for you to use some awareness towards areas of technology, of hope, of creating something new. And when I mean creating something new, like a lot of people think I'm always talking about like business or branding because that is kind of one of the things that I do a lot of my coaching on around the chakras is like people who are starting their own business. But this could even be like remodeling your house. This could also be remodeling areas of finding new groups of collectives, like joining a pottery class. Also what the wishes are for your present time, right? Where it is that you feel very centered and creating a wish, where it is that you feel very centered and creating intention for the upcoming 2023. Also for the Aries, it is a good time to look at technology. Um, and it could be just learning something new. Like I just met this lady and she was like 90 years old and, um, and I was talking to her um, and she was telling me how she had to like text her um, granddaughter. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's like texting. Like my mom doesn't know how to text. My mom's not 90, but my mom's just very centered in like, what works for her and what she knows. Like she hates learning new things centered around technology, which to me is very odd because she's an Aquarius. But for her, she just stays, I bet she has some Taurus in her, but she just stays very stuck on certain things. And I'm like, okay, you know, like if I bought her an iPad or I bought her anything related towards technology, she would just return it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not buying her that kind of stuff anymore. But 
you want to kind of move with the changes. You kind of want to move gradually, right? So look at the new technology that's happening around you and see how can you use that towards your future. For the Pisces, this is a time to heal some energy of the spiritual wounds. Also, we're going to want to look at that karmic energy. Also, for the Pisces, this is a beautiful time for you to take some reflection in. Also for the Pisces, we have Neptune going direct. If you haven't started your dream journal now, if you haven't started your vision board now, I really, really recommend you do it. Um, definitely, if you can do it now, do it, do it, do it, right? Um, I love that dream board energy and that vision board energy. And I also love that beautiful like dream journaling. I'm going to start doing podcasts more centered around dreams. I just have to um, definitely see the layout. But one of the next podcasts that I have is creating your business and, and, and creating your business and brand through the chakras. And I think I'm going to probably release that in the um, maybe the end of February, which it goes with the workbook that I created, creating your business and brand through the chakras. So I'm going to release a podcast to go um, with it. But everybody, happy Aquarius season. And those are your Aquarius horoscopes for the season. And thank you. Just say hi to Amanda for jumping in this room. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. And everybody have an amazing day. Bye.